Oh, hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Educational. Oh, learn a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And rip and pow while the whole crew's all, you induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening, whether you're listening live or whether you're listening later. This is The Weekend Wrap, a production of FightbackMedia.com, FightbackMedia.com. We've got just a few days, a few hours really, when you think about it, until the um, presidential election being held on November 3rd, which is this Tuesday, by the way. It's been on all the papers. It's been on all the, been in all the papers. I can't imagine that you don't know. Uh, <laughs> So if so, if you run across anybody in the next couple of days, going, is that was that Tuesday? Tell them not to vote. Tell them don't worry about it. Sit this one out, uh, and you'll tell them how it went. <laughs> if I mean again, and I'm only half joking. If you, if you come across anybody who's surprised, who who's been taken by surprise that the election is actually Tuesday, just ask them very nicely. Put your arms around them and say, hey, sit. Why don't you sit this one out? I got you. <laughs> I got you. Give me your proxy. And if they say, um, I don't know, Gary Anderson, say okay. <laughs> Just say okay. Don't tell them. Don't tell them anything. Just tell them, sit this one out. I got you. <laughs> All righty. Anyway, we're going to talk about a couple of things um, because this is going to be an event, kids. This is going to be an event. And there's and there's absolutely unfortunately there's absolutely no way around it. All sorts of wild stuff is ha- all sorts of wild stuff is is happening. Uh we're gonna talk about the um we've talked about this for years. Absolutely for years. Um that social media was not I mean and, and, and people are acting like this is this is new, this is un this is unheard of. Social media has not been a friend to conservatives um, from from jump, from from the beginning, from the beginning. Uh, they have given a, an ensconced eye, both Facebook and Twitter, to Republicans for a long time. Uh, it used to be, you know, for a while it was, okay, so you're going to throttle my organic, um, you're going to throttle my or, or organic reach. And you're going to make me pay for ads. Okay. But now even that is something that um, is not going to be able, it's not being able to, to be done. And organic reach is a thing of, thing of the past. Actually, organic reach on either of these platforms, as I watched the video from um, Gary V, organic reach for anybody on either of these platforms is pretty much a thing of the past. The only major platform that has any organic reach at all is TikTok. I know TikTok is is for 13-year-olds and dance challenges, but I'm telling you the only way to to really um get any organic reach right now is TikTok and LinkedIn. So um but that's the only way where you can put up a TikTok video and and 500 people are going to see it. Where you pick put that that very same video up on Facebook or Facebook especially uh, about thirty people are going to see it, and if it runs you know and, and if it runs afoul of the um, the gatekeepers, maybe even less. Which is amazing when they say uh, we're going to throttle the number of people who see this post, and you're like, damn, only five people see it now. <laughs> I'm serious. Only five people see it now. You're gonna throttle it back to to two, me and and, and my dog, <laughs> my dog's Facebook page. The only, only people who only people who that you're gonna allow to see it. And the same with Twitter. You know, Twitter held up and locked New York Post's Twitter account, basically. Saying that if you don't do what we want you to do, then you're not going to be able to post. 
And I guess we can take the view that we take the view that Twitter is a private company, and I guess they can do whatever they want, except they have stepped over that, and now they're a publisher, and publishers have different responsibilities. Now, I know a lot of people on the left are going, well, you don't really understand that at all, do you? You know, a lot of people on the right say this. And, okay, whatever. Uh, yeah, they're acting like a publisher. And if you're like a publisher, you have different responsibilities. You don't get to have, you don't get to be in both worlds. Sorry. Now, apparently the GOP has revealed their secrets for combating big tech's censorship um, and, um, and mainstream media bias. They've done exactly what we've been suggesting at fightbackmedia.com for about three years now. They kind of went underground. The Republican National Committee, the RNC, and the Trump campaign came together early early on to create the, quote, Trump victory, um, end quote, movement, a joint operation fo- focused on getting pres- the president reelected and Republicans sent to Washington. One of the challenges the party ha- had to overcome was big tech censorship and mainstream media's blatant disregard for any stories that negatively impacted Democrats or are positive towards President Trump. Just look at how this whole Hunter Biden story has played out. And uh, by and large, squashed by the mainstream media, the primary way Trump victory has succeeded is getting the message out through campaign surrogates being booked on various television shows across the nation with the main emphasis being on the local TV and radio. Can't go through the front door. The maneuver has allowed campaign surrogates to continually tout President Trump's and Republican Party's messages. It has proven to be effective in combating the media bias, especially when they cherry-pick sound bites and clips. Surrogates are able to support major administration uh, milestones like the Supreme Court Justice Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation. Uh, also gives the campaign the ability to inundate critical media markets in background states to ensure a Republican victory up and down the ballot on Election Day. The RNC has spent the past three years building a robust, a ro- robust, robust, a robo- <laughs> robust surrogate booking operation to get presidents, the president's biggest defenders on TV, radio programs across the country. Tens of thousands uh, of booked interviews have helped share the many historic successes of the Trump administration and viewers and listeners in all 50 states. RNC uh, Deputy Communications Director for Media Affairs, um, Joanna Persing told Town Hall, working with the campaign, this joint effort will continue to deploy hundreds of surrogates to the airwaves in the final hours of the campaign to make the contrast on the ballot seem even more clear for voters. And this is what a lot of us have have, have suggested for a long time. Now, and text messages, unfortunately, are underground. And, I'll, and I said, unfortunately, because you have received several thousand text messages from all sorts of sources in the past two weeks, right? And what do you, do you love it? No, you friggin' hate it. <laughs> you know, I've heard from people on both sides of, of, of this political um, divide who absolutely friggin' hate it. Stop sending me text messages about this or that. I already voted. Stop sending me text messages. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. End. Can you type in end? Stop. Quit. And normally if he clicks and you type in stop on some of them, it says that you've been unsubscribed. You know, how in the hell do you subscribe me to something without my permission? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like it either. Un, uh, but unfortunately, it, it is an effective way to circumvent mainstream media and go right to the voter. And this is something that both sides are doing, and it is about damn time that the Republican Party caught up. And its use of surrogates um, has been really expanded. Here's some of the um, surrogates. The uh, RNC officials like Rowena McDaniel and co-chair Tommy Hicks have been out on the stump. Trump victory spokespeople are people like Liz Harrington, Parisonard, Hogan Gidley, and and Mercedes Schlapp. Black Voices for Trump Advisory Board. And this is so much more, this has been so much more effective 
so much more effective than anything that the GOP has had before. And unfortunately, it's because of Trump. That's unfortunate. And I say unfortunately because it is, if it hadn't been for, for this once in a lifetime candidate, Trump, this would have never happened. There wouldn't have been no black voices for McCain. There would have been no black voices for Romney. Because those campaigns weren't interested. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be playing this evening. Those those campaigns weren't interested. Trump is interested, so black voices for Trump makes him smile. So if he can, if he can make that happen, and hear people like Vernon Jones, who was who's a Democrat represent Democrat uh, state rep, Deontay Johnson. Uh, Leo Sterl 2.0. People like Stacey Washington. Stacey Washington has been at it for a while. We appreciate that. People like Deneen Borelli. Fab, fab, fabulous. Um, Alveda King, the, the queen. The queen. Ken Blackwell. Glenn Blackwell, Glenn Blackwell used to be involved in RNC, in RNC dealings, obviously. Mark Little and, and T.W. Shannon. Now, I wish that list was a little bit bigger. No, I don't want to be on it. Stop. Don't say it. I don't want to be on it. Should Candace Owens be on it? I don't know. Maybe not. She's fine doing what she's doing. Um, should, should Shirley Huzar be on, on it? Yeah, probably. But she's also fine doing what she's doing too. Uh, C.L. Bryant, work for Freedom Works, already an advocate for the president, already. Um, there are And there are others. There are others. They have current elected officials, Marsha Blackburn, my, and I, I, I'm from Tennessee, and I'm, I'm just going over. I, this, is, this is not all of them. John Joyce, um, Pe- Pennsylvania, uh, Michael uh, Michael Burgess, Texas, Leslie Rut- Rutledge, and of course the Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody, um, Lieutenant Governor, uh, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, and Florida Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunez out on the campaign trail. Some GOP state chairs, of course, Joe Gruders from Florida, and the California chairperson, uh, Jessica Patterson. So, of course, she has to because it's freaking California. GOP is so effed in California. Um, but anyway, so the idea is that they are developing and 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 feeding surrogates to do the work. And, and again... Why didn't this exist before? I don't think it existed before because the candidates were really weren't that interested. The candidates were interested in trying to win, um, though the old-fashioned way. They sort of had this pact, if for lack of better terms, or this this belief that the media was straight up, and they were going to get a fair shake. They never got a fair shake. They they were just in my in my not so humble opinion too stupid to realize it. Just too stupid to realize it. They never got a fair shake. One of the saddest things I've I've ever seen is actually watching um, people who supported John McCain still pining over John McCain. You know, okay, John's you know Senator McCain is dead. Thought of brain cancer, what a terrible way to die, what an awful thing. And then people like Mitt Romney, who is still sort of holding his breath and stamping his feet from time to time. But it's just because he wants to be liked by everybody. He wants to seem like the adult. When every day he looks more and more like more and more like a twelve year old girl. Every day. Every day. Yo mittens. Your time has come to an end. My suggestion for you is to retire. Just chill. Just chill. The George Bush, Mitt Romney, John McCain era of the uh, Republican Party is over. It's over. You had your time. And some of y'all had your ascendancy. And now the Trump wing finally delayed which was really the Tea Party wing of the party, is now becoming ascendant. That's it. And this happens in every party. And right now, the the Kennedy 
um, brand of Democrat Party has gone away. So, and they sort of struggled for a while uh, with with identity. But I think even at this point, the Clinton, listen to me carefully, the Clinton wing of the party has reached their ascendancy and is now on the decline. It is on the decline. And now you have the Democratic Socialist wing of the party taking its ascendancy, ascendancy in the Democrat Party. So it was the Democrat Socialist, the um, sort of the Neo-Tea Party, Neo, for lack of better explanation, explanation the Neo-Tea Party wing of the party, uh, of, the, of the Republican Party that that is taking its ascendancy. So that's what, that I think that's what we're seeing here. So some of the people attached to the other wings are being pushed, obviously be pushed, pushed to the side. The the Clintons are really being pushed to the side. Uh, the um, the Obamas, not so much yet, but soon. Um, the the uh, the Bushes, yes. The um, McCain's or the McCainsians, uh, the 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 Romneys being pushed to the side. While the, while the cruises and uh, and the Trumps and and the Trump supporters are becoming ascendant, so this is this is what we're seeing. Um, we're gonna take a little break when we get back. Uh, and if you, if you, if you want to comment in the chat room, the chat room is open here on Spreaker. If you're not listening to this live, then you won't get that opportunity. But you can see me, send me an email at fightbackmedia at gmail dot com. I'll be glad to um to, to return your uh, your messages. Listen, we're gonna take a little break. And while we do that, we're going to play the uh, Bryce's Right from this week. And we'll be back right after this. Fight Back Media is proud to have a rock-solid conservative contribute to our effort on the Morning Report. And now it's time for The Bryce is Right. This is Tim Bryce with my column titled, As Florida Goes, So Goes the Country. It's time for me to announce my prediction for the 2020 presidential election. I was right on the money in 2016 and in 2018 for the midterm elections, and I did it without the aid of the polls, which, as I discovered, are totally useless. Instead, I rely on the voting data received from the Florida Board of Elections, which routinely updates their numbers, thereby providing me with the means to study trends. Let me show you how I did it. Before I begin, please remember in 2016, the Republicans won in Florida under the category of vote by mail, also known as absentee. The Democrats won the early voting and the Republicans won the election day votes. Things didn't work out quite this way in 2020, which I will explain, but suffice it to say more people voted in all three categories this year than in 2016, which also set a record at the time. In 2020, the Democrats started well by running away with the vote-by-mail ballots. In fact, this was their preferred voting venue. Two reasons for this. First, the Democrats had an aggressive campaign to get people to vote by mail. And second, Republicans were scared their ballot would be lost or misappropriated, and as such, opted to vote in person instead. Nonetheless, the Democrats built an early lead based on the vote-by-mail ballots, which became difficult for the Republicans to overcome. Early voting started one week later and lasted two weeks. It will close this Sunday. The Republicans seized on this and never relinquished the lead in this category. In the Tampa Bay metro area alone, all of the counties were dominated by the Republicans, including Hillsborough, a Democrat stronghold. Then, slowly but surely, the Republicans took control of the total votes. As we approach Election Day next week, the Republicans will find themselves in the lead, and will likely turn out in record numbers on Election Day, as they have done historically. In contrast, the Democrats voted early through vote-by-mail. Prior to Election Day, well over 50% of the registered Democrats had voted. Normally, only 66% of registered Democrats vote overall, but even if they got to the 70% or 75% plateau on Election Day, it will not be enough to stop the Republican tsunami at the voting booth. As an aside, 75% of registered Republicans typically vote in a presidential election, but I suspect this number will go higher this year. 
One other note worth mentioning, independent voters also flexed their muscle in Florida's elections, setting another voting record. In 2016, independents helped carry Mr. Trump across the finish line. I cannot help but believe they will do likewise in 2020, as many are disturbed by the violence and mayhem in Democrat-controlled cities. Even if it is a 50-50 split, it will be good for Republicans. In the final analysis, unless there is some massive voter fraud, President Donald Trump is going to win re-election. From the data I have seen, he will win Florida handily. And as Florida goes, so goes the country, as evidenced by the 2016 election. The key to all this is the enthusiasm of the voters, pitting the silent majority against the haters. I say the haters as I do not truly believe they embrace their candidate, former Vice President Joe Biden, as much as they hate President Trump. In contrast, the silent majority is a movement of people who openly support the president and demonstrated in his favor at numerous flag rallies, automobile rallies, and boat rallies, the largest of which was over 2,000 in nearby Clearwater, Florida, thereby setting a world record. This was all done at the grassroots level by volunteers. Here in Florida, there were some occasional flag rallies for Mr. Biden, but I learned many people were paid to wave Biden signs and flags, just the antithesis of the Trump supporters. This is when I knew President Trump was going to win, as he possessed the true support of the people. I also call the Biden supporters haters, as I have personally seen members of their group yell and scream obscenities at Trump supporters unprovoked. It is crude and offensive to a lot of people, particularly children. Unfortunately, I witnessed this too many times. The Democrats like to portray President Trump as the divider-in-chief, but in reality, it is their own party imbued in hate. They are simply classless. I also find it disturbing to see so many Trump signs and flags defaced or stolen. When was the last time you saw a Biden sign stolen? No, I cannot think of an instance either. Unfortunately, the haters believe this is morally acceptable to do. We also see signs of the silent majority at Trump rallies featuring the president, where thousands of people attend and cling to his words. Contrast this to the few Biden rallies which are sparsely attended. As in 2016, the polls were dead wrong. Once again, they will be embarrassed by the elections. How can anyone take them seriously? I, for one, do not, which is why I rely on actual voter data instead. The numbers I use are real. The numbers the polls use are fake and produce fallacious results. Further, the mainstream media will also suffer another black eye in terms of credibility, as they have obviously become nothing more than shills for the DNC. Bottom line, just as in 2016, the Democrats will be crying come election night. As an aside, just because I can confidently call the race here doesn't mean the race is over. Instead, I encourage everyone to get out the vote, regardless of your political persuasion. Finally, let me be the first to say, congratulations, President Trump. Friends, keep the faith. This is Tim Bryce in Palm Harbor, Florida. Follow me on the Internet at TimBryce.com. If you are a true blue conservative, small businesses are near and dear to your heart. They are the lifeblood of our life and economy. I believe this, and that's why my florist is not a website or phone number. My florist is Blooming Day's Flower Shop, Tampa's premier flower shop. At 11618 North Florida Avenue here in Tampa, Florida, and at 6835 State Road 54 in Newport Ritchie. Call Christine at 813-933-1942 and at 727-232-6900. She can also be reached on the web at www.bloomingdays.com. One of the things that I get asked most is where can I get information that is not tainted with liberal bias, especially here in the Tampa Bay area. 
Well, now I have the answer. DBCTampa.com A website by and for Tampa area conservatives. Tampa's leading conservative voices speak freely at TBCTampa.com And you can too. So join the fun and enjoy the freedom at TBCTampa.com Welcome, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to uh, the weekend wrap. My name is Willie Lawson. It is always, always, and I mean this, always exciting to be here and um, to have you in the house. Whether you're listening on on this, this is being done on Saturday night because I got to stay up late enough to change all the freaking clocks. Golly, can we not do this? Can we not do this? I happen to be be one of the people who prefers more light in the you know and in, in my daylight hours than dark. I don't like it that it's going to be dark at six o'clock in the evening. I just don't freaking like it. Never have liked it. Don't. I want it to be light. I want the sun to be out until eight o'clock at night every night. I like that. Uh, but. Um, yeah, which makes it weird when you're older, when you're older like me, and you decide to go to bed at eight o'clock at night, and it's still and the sun's still up. Uh, but um, I don't care. I like it. I like having more daylight hours when I got to go out and do stuff, when I got to go out and drive around. And I think, as my eyes, and I'm, I'm on a, I'm on a rant about something that <laughs> that, that y'all don't care about. But I think that as I get older, I need more daylight hours. Especially the time that I have to drive. I just want desperately more daylight hours. I think it's safer for me and thus makes it safer for all y'all too. Uh, but anyway, so tonight, on Saturday night, we got to you know, push the clocks back. So we are going to get, I guess you can say we get an extra hour, hour to sleep, but not really because elapsed time, elapsed time is still elapsed time. Anyway, um... Because at 2 o'clock, we're going to push it back to 1 o'clock. But we're still only going to sleep the same amount of hours. <laughs> yeah, it's all bullcrap. And I wish we wouldn't do it anymore. For us here in Florida, can we just keep daylight savings time and be done with it? That would be really good. So Senator Rubio and Senator Scott, if you guys could get that done for us. We here at the... Um, the headquarters of Fightback Media will be very, very appreciative and would support that initiative however we can. Every way except with, well, money. <laughs> you know, um, a lot of places in the country right now forget what polls are saying because a lot of the major polls are saying that um, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to win, right? That's what they're saying. And some of them are saying they're going that, that Biden Harris is going to win big. Right? I, I mean, have you heard of any of the major polls that have come out and said, "Oh, it's going to be Trump in a landslide"? No, you haven't. But again, what I've learned this year more than more than any other uh, uh, any other year of my life is to watch what people are doing. And for the most part, ignore what the hell they're saying. And especially when, it, and that's especially true when it comes to the left. Cities and cities around the country are boarding up windows. New, places like New York, and Biden will probably Biden Harris will probably win New York. Places like Los Angeles and California, Biden Harris will probably win California. Chicago, Detroit, places are boarding up windows for buildings because they are preparing for all hell to break loose. And all hell shouldn't break loose if, if Biden-Harris wins, right? There should be street parties. They should be dancing in the street. You know, they should be playing music and and and... 
At Sandy Spring Bank, we care about people, not transactions. So we concentrate on creating personalized solutions to start or grow a business that provides for your family, to purchase a home that will house the memories you make there, to save so you can enjoy today and then pass on your legacy to future generations. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash real. Mortgage, home equity, and other credit products offered by Sandy Spring Bank. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Enjoying drum circles, and, and right? If indeed what the polls, if the polls are... If, if anybody believes what the polls are saying, right? But this isn't happening. It's not happening. And, of course, media wants you to ignore what's actually happening. They want, they want you to ignore the fact that Trump is doing exactly what Trump did in 2016, showing up, showing up late uh, and knocking it out of the park with his base. And they want you to to ignore the, the the reality that Trump's base is actually bigger now than it was in 2016. Trump's base is now with LGBTQ who are willing to be out front and out loud with their support of the president. That wasn't the case in 2016. Uh, we have blacks for Trump. Now, there were black people voting for Trump, no doubt. I think one of the numbers that we heard was 13% of black males. But now you have something different now. You, what you have now is that there are there's, there's organizations and there's organization to the black effort for the president. That didn't exist before. And his base has increased. His base has increased, at, you know what, e- even inside the black entertainment community. Even after some people were were, were, were were quote canceled before. This is this is bigger than it was. Uh, Trump is bigger in the black community than than he was in 2016. It's 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 different in that sense. Trump's base is bigger and stronger than it was in 2016. The polls don't reflect that, but but there, but there are things about the polls they're not going to reflect that. They're not going to. But these cities around the country, Seattle, Portland, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, are boarding up, businesses are boarding up windows and they're, they're getting ready to hunker down because they're afraid of the violence that will take place when Trump wins. If they were confident, if these cities were confident of a Biden-Harris win, then this wouldn't be going on, because what's because what's not going to happen in a virus in, in, in a Biden Harris win is that a bunch of Trump supporters are going to be running down roads, breaking windows, and setting on fire. They're not be setting stuff on fire because that's not what's going to happen. One of the one of the most the the funnier TikToks videos that I've seen from a Trump supporter was a guy who had, he said, I have a question. I, I, I need an explanation. So if Trump supporters are, if Trump is racist, like people are saying, then answer this for me. So when Barack Obama became president the first time, a black man, why didn't all the rednecks and races come out against him. What I mean, did all the races and rednecks said, what, a black man? President of the most powerful nation in the world? <laughs> no big deal. And then when he got reelected, it was the same thing. But now, ev- under from every rock, apparently every racist, 
redneck individual came out to vote for Trump. That the same country voted for Barack Obama two times in a row. How do you think that? How do you think that happened? It's it's the same poll. It's the same folks. Some people who voted for Obama voted for Trump. I know that is hard for some people to get through their heads, but it's just a numerical statistic fact. It happened. I am a person who voted for Bill Clinton twice. I am the same person who voted for George Bush twice. I'm the same person. Clinton had my support. And then Bush had my support. And no, I did not vote for President Obama either time. I did not. I just want to make sure that you don't get this twisted. Because it was it was never about the individual, really. Or it shouldn't have been about the individual. It was about my place and my own mentality. <clears throat> and then as I matured, it became about positions and policies. And I think this is what's starting to happen. I think the the Democrat Party is still basing everything anti-Trump on emotions and not policy because they lose the policy. The policy game, they lose. Policy war, the policy battle, they lose. And they know it. When you start looking at the best economy in years, when you start looking at the lowest unemployment rates for damn near everybody in years, in some ever, you lose. You absolutely lose. When you start looking at record Dow numbers, now I'm not a big fan, I, I, I want to say this on the other side too, I'm not a big fan of the, of the Dow or Dow Jones being a, uh, an economic indicator. It's 33 stocks. Of the thousands of stocks. You know, I had a, um, uh, and, I, and I've related this story before, and one of the, actually one of the best things in life is being older because you have stories. Um, young man I work with, good, good guy, smart guy, um, started talking about the Dow, and I asked him, do you know how many stocks are part of the Dow Index? And he said, what, thousands? And I said, no, 33. It's like, what? 33. Because there are only 33 stocks in, in the Dow Industrials, right? You know that. And most people can't name all 33. I can't. I think that's something that, that's one of my New Year's resolutions. I'm going to learn the 33, the, 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 the current 33 stocks for the Dow Industrials. That's part of my New Year's resolution. I'm going to learn those and be able to recite them at any given time. So when that index goes up, people are under the impression that they've been, they've been taught by mainstream media that that's good. And when it goes down, we should be afraid. Right? But even in that teaching, the left, the leftist media has said when it goes up, especially under Trump, it doesn't mean anything. And when it goes down, it's all Trump's fault. Come on, y'all. <laughs> I feel like Joe Biden. Come on, man. I mean, come on, y'all, really. This is becoming more and more transparent. Even Keith Ellison. Keith Ellison was the... Um, he was... I think Keith Ellison was at some point the president of the NAACP, I believe. Was he not? I believe so. Um, who is now Minnesota Attorney General, Democrat, on Friday warned about the possibility of Donald Trump winning the North Star State. The, the, the possibility of Donald Trump winning Minnesota. Minnesota, the same place that sparked... This whole George Floyd Black Lives Matter got kicked off again. 
The president is putting, this is Ellison talking, the president is putting a lot of money into your state. He's greatly increased his ad buy, uh, 1.2 million in TV advertising in the final week of the campaign, more than that what was spent in the preceding three weeks combined. Do you think the president has a real shot in Minnesota CNN? Um, Chris Cuomo asked, asked Ellison. The attorney general said he could, po- he could see the possibility of a Trump pulling out a win in Minnesota. Honestly, yeah, I do. I will tell you that I believe in our in our campaign workers and organizers. They're working extremely hard. I can tell you that Minnesotans know what a problem Trump is, Ellison explained. They know he doesn't care about their health care. They know all the bad things about him. But, you know, there are some folks who still are supporting him. And so what I tell people is, one, he does, he, he does have a shot. Don't play it cheap. Work hard for every single vote. And don't stop until 8 o'clock on November 3rd. Here's what I'm going to tell all my fans who are Trump supporters. Joe Biden doesn't care about your health care. The other side knows about all, I mean, they under, they know about all the things. They know about the Ukraine. They know about Burisma. They know about the Chinese, but they don't care. And he does have a shot. So don't play it cheap. Work hard for every single vote and don't stop until 8 o'clock on November 3rd. I'm going to say the very same thing to Trump supporters. There's a concept in, 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 in team sports that good teams sometimes don't win because they haven't learned how to finish. They play... You ever ever watch a sports team who played good all game and then at the end did something stupid and lost the game? That somehow the other team came back? Because they can't finish. They may have better athletes. They may have, I mean, they, have, they, they may have better coaches. They may have better everything, but they can't finish. I don't know how many of you are, are college football fans, but today, here on Saturday... Number one, Clemson Tigers had a scare um, from from Boston College, an unranked Boston College team. Boston College got up by got up by eighteen points at Clemson in Death Valley. They couldn't put Clemson away, even though Clemson was playing with their um, second string quarterback, a true freshman, I think. They couldn't finish it. Couldn't because Clemson, the better team, knows how to finish, and they didn't quit. They shot themselves in the foot a couple times early in the—I mean, early, earlier in the game. Um, Travis Etienne fumbled the ball in the one-yard line and got ran back for a touchdown, um, but they didn't quit. They were the better team, but that wasn't enough. Trump may be the better candidate, but that's not enough. Work for every vote. There it is. There it is. So Cuomo's uh, Chris Cuomo is asking why they didn't why they didn't shut down um, Trump's rally in Minnesota. Um, because it would have been illegal. That's why. Uh, so, so Minnesota AG Keith Ellison said, uh, "We didn't shut down the rally. Um, all all we're trying to do is protect people from a a deadly virus that has taken the lives of the of about twenty four hundred Minnesotans and about two hundred thirty thousand Americans." You know, when I was preparing for this. And you guys know I do incredible preparation, hours and hours, minutes and minutes <laughs> of preparation for my lives. You guys know me, right? Let's say the number is, and I was talking to my last night, let's just say the number that the left is giving 230,000 Americans 
who have succumbed to to COVID nineteen. Now, now we know this number is a lot less of the people who 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 are COVID only who had COVID run a a crap storm in their body and kill them. We're not we're talking about everybody. We're talking about people who are eighty five and older, sixty five and older, two or three underlying conditions. The whole the whole schmear. Let's do the math. Let's do the arithmetic. In order order to get the percentage, you take the number of people who who have passed away and you put it over the number of uh, of Americans there are. Right now there's about three hundred and thirty million Americans. That turns into point zero six nine percent. Point let let's go just do this point zero seven percent. Point zero seven percent. Not seven percent. Seven percent would be shocking. Frightening. Frankly. Point zero seven. That's barely a percent. That's not even a percent. And the thing about these numbers is, the thing about these numbers, and, and especially because you're going to hear more about more and more about these numbers this week, is that if you continue to add cases or even deaths, what you're going to get is an increasing percentage because you can just keep adding cases and you can just keep stacking up deaths. People aren't not that I've seen or heard about yet, people aren't coming back from the dead. People aren't coming back from the COVID dead. The only adjustment that could be that could possibly be made to these numbers is to only count COVID-only deaths. So we should have maybe two numbers going. What do you think? Maybe two numbers going. But how do we get to that, Willie? Well, let's walk through the arithmetic together. What we know is this. What we know is that um, only about 6% of people who succumbed with COVID had COVID only on their death, on their death certificate, which is entirely possible. So if there's 230,000 230, total deaths, we can take that number and we can multiply it by 0.06. That's 13,800. And we can put that number over 330 million Americans. Multiply by by 100. And then we get 0.004% of Americans that so that has succumbed to COVID only in a COVID only situation where COVID got in their bodies and, and caused a crap storm. And, and there's a name for it. It's something storm. Like, I call it. <laughs> the technical term is not crap, um, but a a, 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 some sort of storm in their body and it killed them and it could happen. And, and unfortunately it'll have, it happens to perfectly healthy people. People without underlying conditions, it 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 has happened to. It's just it's like just like when a perfectly healthy person gets the flu and catches pneumonia, and then that causes the same sort of crap storm in their body, and they die because they caught the freaking flu, and then they died. They got pneumonia and died. I had pneumonia, I've had pneumonia three three times in my life, um, and twice that I can remember. First time it was I was a baby. Um, both times it damn near kill me. Now I have underlying conditions. Of course, I'm I'm a big fat tub of goo. If you've seen pictures of me, you know I'm a big fat tub of goo. Uh, get all my shirts from Omar the tent mate, Omar the tent maker. <laughs> yes, but you know what's funny? The belt I have on is not big enough. It's actually too big. I got it on the very last button. I'm pulling it. I got to put more more holes in it. Because it's too big. <laughs> Which is really funny. It's too big. The belt I have is too big. It's a nice belt. It's a nice piece of leather. I don't I didn't want to get rid of it. I bought it too big. And then I had to put a hole in it. And so I had to put another hole in it. And it isn't because I'm becoming fabul- fabulously svelte. I'm not. It's just, it's always been too big. 
Uh, I have hypertension. I'm a cardiac patient. Black. Um, had pneumonia twice. Damn near died both times. Both times. So I understand. So I'm I, I'm the person who understands. And these people running around telling me that I don't get it. Well, screw you, because I do. I get it. I get it. Mo I, I get it more so than a, than a lot of people. But these numbers that they're you know I'm just going to use their numbers. I don't think their numbers are real. I don't, I don't think their numbers are true. But we're still talking only point zero zero four percent of Americans have passed away that had COVID only. Point zero zero four. Their, their number is 0 0.07. We're talking about 0 0.004. Not even... You y'all you, 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 you remember your, your decimals, how to read 0 0.004? It's four thousandths. Four thousandths of 1%. The other, the other one is seven hundredths of 1%. This is four thousandths. Of one percent. Holy crap! So you're saying that this is statistically, statistically—that's a hard word for me. Statistically, nobody. Yeah. We're talking about what thirteen thousand people. Now, I want to tell you this before you go out and repeating all this. Every death of a loved one, family member, friend, co-worker. It's tragic, awful, terrible. A lot of these people died, older people, nursing homes, hospitals, and they died alone. They, they died because they were hopeless and they just gave up. You know, old people have this this superpower that when they're done, when they have no hope, they can they know where their off switch is. Some people have that off switch and they just turn and they click that off switch and they're done. And they're not a damn thing to do about it. You put them in, a, in, in an environment where they are hopeless, they get tired of being afraid, they get tired of being sad. They get tired of being alone. All their friends are dying. All their friends are dead. All their, their close relatives are dead. They give up and they die. And some people fight it. Some people who are 91 years old like Coach Bobby Bowden fight it. People who are 74 years old like the president fight it and win. We've 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 heard, and this is anecdotal. We've heard a lot of cases where there are older people who go, "Not today, devil. Not today. COVID be damned." But what we can say, reasonably, is that the total number of co the, the, the total number of of deaths in America, two hundred and thirty or so, are not COVID only deaths. And and it's only this country that is counting COVID deaths that way. Other countries are not doing it that way. Which is why it seems they have fewer deaths. Why? Because we have unfortunately incentivized COVID deaths in America. This is the only thing that they can attack the president on. But even Keith Ellison knows that Trump can win. Even with all of this going on, Trump can still win. And may win the state of Minnesota. Where, again, all this George Floyd, Black Lives Matter stuff got re reignited. Why? Because the, of the behavior of BLM and Antifa. We knew months ago that that stuff wasn't polling well, even with people on the left, even with Democrats. Which is why they've been 
kind of disassociating themselves from it, except for maybe Kamala Harris, who has said on, um, what is it, uh, not Jimmy Kimmel, the other dude, uh, I don't watch that stuff. I, I just don't watch it, watch it wide. It just makes me mad. And I got enough to be, be concerned about without watching these late night clowns. Um, the riots aren't, aren't going to stop and they shouldn't. Not separating herself from them at all. The violence on innocent people. So burning down a pizza joint is a, is a, the correct action for racial in uh, racial intolerance or LGBTQ intolerance or whatever the 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 piss the pissed offness du jour whatever you're pissed off about burning down a pizza parlor breaking the windows of a Burger King breaking into the doors of a Ronald McDonald house it's all justified well not a lot of reasonable people believe that and Keith Keith Ellison knows that too he knows that too Keith Ellison also sees the excitement still in the Trump campaign more than ever President Trump has a shot at winning Minnesota, particularly after the riots in Minnesota following the death, the, death, the death of George Floyd. Many people in the Rust Belt realize that the president is about law and order and backing the men and women in blue. They also know that the United uh, the USMCA single-handedly saved, saved manufacturing jobs, especially in that part of the country. They know. United States Mexico Canada Act saved a bunch of manufacturing jobs. Yes. And we are going to talk about manufacturing in a future broadcast. We are. But that's what's going on, folks. Here's what I'm going and thank you for listening today and, and thanks for hanging in. Uh here's what I want to propose starting Monday. Um, at midnight a 24 hour fast a 24 hour fast to go into fasting and prayer for our country and this election what's that mean this is a biblical fast well, we are fasting food, not fasting water. We're fasting food. Now, before you go on any fast, make sure that you know your medical conditions. If your medicine, listen to me carefully. If your medicine says must be taken with food, then you're going to have to modify this fast somehow. You've got to take your medicine. You can take it with food. If you know that if you take your medicine on an empty stomach, that it makes you sick. Don't do that because that's just being presumptuous. Don't do that. Think about think about fasting something else. And in the time that you would be eating, you'd be praying for our country. You'd be praying for this election. You'd be praying for our president. I am calling a Fight Back Media fast starting Monday at 12.01 a.m lasting 48 hours for the election for our nation and for our president and I've told you the condition of the fast and again if you have some medical reason why you can't fast then you can't participate you still pray but you can't participate in the fast Because this battle is a spiritual battle. The thing that is correct that is written on the side of the Biden-Harris bus is this is an election for the soul of our nation. It is. It is our soul they're coming after.
thank you ever so much for hanging out with us, hanging out with me a little bit. Let me rant on a little bit tonight. I really appreciate it. Uh, again, if you want to get a hold of us, you can send me an email at fightbackmedia at gmail.com, fightbackmedia at gmail.com. And also you can go to the website, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com, fightbackmedia.com. You can check it all out. It's all there. Again, until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody. And for goodness sakes, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Y'all take care. We will see you when we see you. Bye-bye now. And now the weather. Expect partly cloudy skies with an excellent chance of maximum refunds. Wait, that can't be right. Oh, but it is. Who are you? I'm April. And we could see refunds raining down all tax season with people switching to Tax Act. Tax Act? The tax filing software that makes it easy to file for less and get more. New forecast. It's sunny days ahead for everyone using Tax Act. Always happy to brighten your day. Tax Act. Switch to Tax Act today and start for free. See taxact.com for details. Oh, hey, kiddo. How was the hill? Educational. Oh, learn a new trick? Yeah, the trick to a happy, fulfilling life, maybe. I learned that mountain air unleashes my inner peace. And rip and pow while the whole crew's all, you induces spontaneous joy. Okay, uh, that's nice. The Icon Pass lets you do you at 50 destinations worldwide from 249 Adult. Drop in for next winter now and save at IconPass.com.